Chapter 1 of the Story of Young Abraham Lincoln. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dina Rhodes. The Story of Young Abraham Lincoln by Wayne Whipple. Chapter 1 Abraham Lincoln's Forefathers. Lincoln's grandfather, for whom he was named Abraham, was a distant cousin to Daniel Boone. The Boones and the Lincolns had intermarried for generations. The Lincolns were of good old English stock. When he was president, Abraham Lincoln, who had never given much attention to the family pedigree, said that the history of his family was well described by a single line in Gray's Elegy, the short and simple annals of the poor. Yet Grandfather Abraham was wealthy for his day. He accompanied Boone from Virginia to Kentucky and lost his life there. He had sacrificed part of his property to the pioneer spirit within him, and with the killing of their father his family lost the rest. They were land poor in the wilderness of the dark and bloody ground, the meaning of the Indian name Kentucky. Grandfather Lincoln had built a solid log cabin and cleared a field or two around it, near the falls of the Ohio, about where Louisville now stands. But in the summer of 1784, the tragic day dawned upon the Lincolns, which has come to many a pioneer family in Kentucky and elsewhere. His son Thomas told this story to his children. How Indians Killed Grandfather Lincoln My father, your grandfather, Abraham Lincoln, came over the mountains from Virginia with his cousin Daniel Boone. He was rich for them times, as he had property worth $17,000. But Mr. Boone, he told father he could make a good deal more by trapping and trading with the Injuns for valuable pelts or fur skins. You know, Daniel Boone, he had lived among the Injuns. He was a sure shot with the rifle, so's he could beat the redskins at their own game. They took him a prisoner once, and instead of killing him, they was about ready to make him chief. He pretended all the while as how he'd like that, when he got away from him. He was such a good fellow that them Injuns admired his shrewdness, and they let him do about what he pleased, so he thought they'd let father alone. Well, your grandfather was a Quaker, you see, and believed in treating them red devils well, like William Penn done, you know. He was a man for peace and quiet and everything was going smooth with the tribes of what we called the Beargrass country, till one day, when he and my brothers Mordecai, Mord was a big fellow for his age, and Josiah, a few years younger, was out in the clearing with the oxen, hauling logs down to the creek. I went along too, but I didn't help much, for I was only six. Young as I was, I remember what happened that day like it was only yesterday. It come like a bolt, out of the blue. We see father drop like he was shot, for he was shot. Then I heard the crack of a rifle, and I saw a puff of smoke floating out of the bushes. Injuns, gasps Mord, and starts on the run for the house to get his gun. Josiah, he starts right off in the opposite direction to the Beargrass Fort. We called it a fort, but it was nothing but a stockade. The way we boys scattered was like a brood o' young turkeys or partridges, striking for cover when the old one is shot. I knowed I'd ought to run too, but I didn't want to leave my father laying there on the ground. Seemed like I'd ought to woke him up so he could run too. Yet I didn't feel like touching him. I think I must a knowed he was dead. 
while i was standin still starin like the oxen not knowin what to do a big injun come out of the brush with a big knife in his hand i knowed what he was goin to do scalp my father i braced up to him to keep him away and he jist laughed at me i never think what the devil looks like without seeing that red demon with his snaky black eyes grinning at me tom lincoln chased by indians he picked me up like i was a baby and set me on the saw log and was turning back to scalp father when biff another gun crack and mr big indian he drops just like your grandfather did only he wriggles and squirms around biting the dust like a big snake for all the world i was standing there kind o dazed watching another puff o white smoke coming out between two logs in the side of our house then i knowed mord had shot my engine he had run in got the gun down off in the wall and peeking out through a crack he sees that engine taking hold of me waitin till the old demon turns away so's not to hit me mord he aims at a silver dangler on mr injun's breast and makes him drop in his tracks like i said your uncle mord he was a sure shot like cousin dan'l boone then i hears the most blood-curdlin yells and a lot of red devils jump out of the bushes and come for me brandishin their tomahawks and scalpin knives it was like hell broke loose they had been watchin and of course twas all right to kill father but when mord killed one o their bucks that made a big difference i had sense enough left to run for the house with them injuns after me seemed like i couldn't run half as fast as usual but i must have made purty good time from what mord and mother said afterward he said one was ahead of the rest and had his tomahawk raised to brain me with it when bing and mord fetches him down like he did the fellow that was going to scalp father that made the others mad and they took after me but mord he drops the head one jist when he's going to hit me but all i knowed at the time was that them red devils was a chasin me and i'd got to leg it for dear life when i gets near enough to the house i hears mother and mord hollerin to make me run faster and go to the door for mother had it open just wide enough to reach out and snatch me in when the third engine was stoopin to grab me but mord makes him bite the dust like the others my but wasn't them injuns mad some of em sneaked around behind the house they had to give mord's gun a wide berth to get there but he could only protect the front and was a settin fire to our cabin to smoke us out or roast us alive just when the soldiers come with josiah from the fort and saved our lives then the injuns made themselves scarce but they drove off the oxen and all our other stock mord lincoln indian fighter that was the breaking up of our family none of us boys was old enough to take father's place and mother she was afraid to live there alone according to the laws of virginia kentucky belonged to virginia then the oldest son got all the property so mord he gets it all he was welcome to it too for he was the only one of us that could take care of it mord he wasn't satisfied with killing a few injuns that day to revenge father's death he made a business of shootin em on sight a regular injun stalker he couldn't see that he was jist as savage as the worst injun to murder him without waitin to see whether mr injun was a friend or a foe once when i told him there was good and bad red men like they was good and bad white men he said i might jist as well say good devil as good injun he says the only good injun's the dead injun 
Well, the settlers must agreed with Mord, for they made him sheriff o' the county. He was such a good shot, too, and they elected him to the legislature after Kentucky came in as a state. He stood high in the county. Folks didn't mind his shooting an engine or two, more or less, when he got the chance. They all looked on redskins like they was catamounts and other pesky varmints. Your grandmother Lincoln and Josiah and me moved over into Washington County, but she had hard scrabbling to get a living. Josiah, he stayed with her, and between him and Mord, they helped her along, but I had to get out and scratch for a living. From the time I was ten, I was hired out to work for my keep, and anything else I could get. I knocked around the country, doing this, that, and t'other thing, till I picked up carpenter in o' Joseph Hanks, a cousin o' mine, and there I met his sister Nancy, and that's how she come to be your mother, and bout how I come to be your father, too. Little is known today of Mordecai Lincoln, and there would be less interest in poor Thomas if he had not become the father of Abraham Lincoln, the sixteenth president of the United States. Mordecai Lincoln was a joker and humorist. One who knew him well said of him, He was a man of great drollery, and it would almost make you laugh to look at him. I never saw but one other man whose quiet droll look excited in me the disposition to laugh, and that was Artemis Ward. Mordecai was quite a story-teller, and in this Abe resembled his Uncle Mord, as we called him. He was an honest man, as tender-hearted as a woman, and to the last degree charitable and benevolent. Abe Lincoln had a very high opinion of his uncle, and on one occasion remarked, I have often said that Uncle Mord had run off with all the talents of the family. In a letter about his family history, just before he was nominated for the presidency, Abraham Lincoln wrote, My parents were both born in Virginia, of undistinguished families, second families, perhaps I should say. My mother was of a family of the name of Hanks. My paternal grandfather, Abraham Lincoln, emigrated from Rockingham County, Virginia, to Kentucky, about 1781 or two, where, a year or two later, he was killed by Indians not in battle, but by stealth, when he was laboring to open a farm in the forest. His ancestors, who were Quakers, went to Virginia from Berks County, Pennsylvania. An effort to identify them with the New England family of the same name ended in nothing more definite than a similarity of Christian names in both families, such as Enoch, Levi, Mordecai, Solomon, Abraham, and the like. My father, at the death of his father, was but six years of age, and he grew up, literally, without education. End of chapter 1